0: to up the three, boom! Knocks it out. Curry from the corner at three, puts it in. For overtime, makes it, Garrett, Welcome to the MVP cast from me, Marko. Thank you so much as always for tuning in, and don't forget if you want to subscribe to the podcast, and that way, of course, you won't miss a single episode head to your preferred provider and press that little button or you can stream every edition at our website at mvp247.com which is also where you can subscribe to our new regular newsletter The Post-Up which is where you'll get lots of exclusive interviews, big insights direct into your email inbox. Now for something a little bit different this week we're going to look a bit into tech in basketball with our guest, how it works and where it might go in the future. Now, our, our, our guest this time is is behind a new innovative sports AI platform that enables athletes, teams and sports to, to get so much more out of their game. He's also a big basketball fan and you might've heard his name, his company's name mentioned around right the website and the podcast over the last few weeks. He is the man behind team sports. He is Francisco Baptista. Welcome to the MVP Cast.
1: Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me.
0: Before we want to talk about tech, you've, I mean, you're, you're, you're based in Hamel Hempstead, I believe. Um, I am. And, yeah. but originally from Angola, unusual destination <laughs> to end up in Hamel, many similarities, I'm sure. Um, but before we, we go into this journey that took you towards tech, you, you grew up in Angola, obviously a time when the civil war was on, but you know, basketball was a big part of your life as a kid.
1: Uh, yes, it was. So, um, you know, I, I grew up, you know, um, every now and then, you know, uh, I had a, a draw with uh, newspaper clippings. I, I remember as if it was today. My mum used to play in a local league basketball. And, and, uh, and, uh, and for me, it was sort of, you know, seeing her winning some trophies like, yes, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win the next match. Um, and uh, y- yes, uh, you know, you're you absolutely right. It was a very harsh environment if compared to the Hemel-Hemsey standards. And I've got kids myself here, and there is no notes we can compare. Um, But basketball was a great deal part of sort of keeping that aside and and, and, an escape uh, for that matter. And what better escape than stay fit and and healthy and enjoy uh, a sport that you love? So, yeah.
0: It's not exactly a secret, obviously, basketball in Africa. There's been enough big players. We all kind of know it's there. But, But what was the basketball culture like in the country?
1: Um, basketball sh- very strong in Angola, so um, you probably know we, we probably have got now I, I might have lost the count, but eleven African championships. Mm. So um, the the football um, uh, Angolan national team does not have the, the 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 same number of titles as the the Angolan uh, national basketball team. So so basketball was a great deal part of us growing up in Angola. Um, sort of a bit sort of. Like you see in the US, there was always a court outside and, uh, you know, in every corner there was always sort of a, a match happen or someone, you know, starting one, Um which w- which was uh, perfect for me, but not very good to keeping in my head on studies and, and at school, but that's another topic.
0: And you must remember the game, the famous game played by Angola, the the 92 olympics when the us was the first game at the game of, of the games of the dream team the legendary dream team played angola won by 70 now, points there was pictures taken on court yeah. afterwards and it's a game that's gone down in history
1: it it, it is true yes um, but it, it, uh, this, uh, this is uh, this is sort of what we remembered but um, you know, uh, you know, mostly like me, most of the, those, those players, you know, they could make a living out of basketball themselves. But, you know, to, to sort of for us to a, a bit understand sort of the background and sort of the merits of, you know, um, getting to the Olympics, you know, as, a, as, an, uh, as an African team, uh, you know, the efforts are are beyond compare. But, but yeah, I, I think everyone know, knows that knows and remembers that game. Was it
0: like growing up in Angola at a time of civil war? Because you know, we remember the pictures of you know, television. It was you know, this was not a pretty place to be. I mean, it was was basketball was a sanctuary in some respects?
1: Um, I, I think I, I think yeah, pictures uh, I think cause give a good glimpse of what it was being in a civil war. Sort of, it's not something that you wish to to to, to anyone, um, let alone a child. Um, I was lucky to have some parents, both mom and dad. They were um, sort of knew that you know with education was sort of the the only route out, um, and they made sure that you know we had exceptions for everything else, uh, but not not to education. Um, uh, but uh, and 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 basketball or, or sports um, is is a, a, a universal language. It sort of it's sort of you know you um, it enables you to escape reality where, no matter where you are. Um, And it wasn't different for me and for for my friends, you know, but games could have been interrupted with bombs exploding. So that sort of gives a bit of a picture of context that it was playing basketball back then.
0: You, um you left there and you went to Brazil to study in a Portuguese speaking country and then to Portugal to to get into the software business. Why software? Why why tech?
1: Um, uh, and i don't think there was there's a reason for it so uh, my my dad was doing a master's degree and uh, he wanted to write some statistics software that didn't exist back then so he got some software development books uh in pascal i remember and the house was full of those and and they ignited my and interest and my brother's interest my older brother's interest so um so has been uh, you know, some one of those things. You sometimes you get inspired by things that might not be, you know, super clear. In fact, I was studying to be a vet when I was in Brazil, following my dad's footsteps. I was uh, doing the exams at university when I realized actually, this is definitely what I didn't want to do. Uh, and then sort of uh, uh, removing myself from. From that and going to Portugal to, to be with my mom and the rest of my family, sort of the only thing I knew was software. So there was always something that I did for a hobby, for a passion, for having fun. Um, and coincidentally, someone saw me writing software um, and said, that is someone you, you should meet. Um, and that same person today is my CTO at Team Sports. So uh, what a full circle.
0: <laughs> you, you ended up in the UK.
1: Um...
0: Yes. I understand coming here. You didn't really speak much English when you arrived.
1: No, no, I didn't. It took me a year to figure out. Uh, I, I think English is one of those languages, sort of. You know, I think for you know, you learn the basics very quickly, but then for to, for you to master, it takes a little longer. Um, and, uh, and and am glad, you know, I, I'm glad I came and uh, glad, um, I, I'm glad I am here um, because you know, I think. Uh, language was sort of the, the, the first barrier, but what helped me, you know, bridge that, that barrier again was basketball. You know, I could rock up to a basketball court without speaking English and, and it worked um, and, uh, and you could play and you could enjoy and have fun and, and build friends and build community. And then sort of, you know, the language sort of, you know, naturally sort of, you know, spawns out of those, those connections as well.
0: Let's talk about this team sports app. And you know, the theory behind it is that it uses AI, artificial intelligence, to, to get a better insight into the game and be better whether you're a player or a coach or, or whatever. Um, That's right. All of us here listening who are still playing, even if you've got creaky knees like me, you say that there's a way that we can all improve, and, and
1: like and like me, <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: We've all been there. That's that, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah. But when you've got you've got all this tech at the high end of sport, and we've read so much about things like sleep trackers and motion trackers and body analytics, yeah. and not just in basketball, obviously, we see it right across sport now. But you started off, you know, with wearable tech, which a lot of us relate to. We've all got our smart watches or or, or whatever. Where did That's you right. grow this idea of how AI can help people improve? I mean, talk us through what, effectively, what the
1: app is proposing to do. Sure. Um, um, so, so you'll sort of explain in in a way. So, yes, I think the answer is yes. The Team Sports app can help you improve, even your crooked knees uh, or my sure. crooked knees. Um, and 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 the idea is that. Um, it is sort of, uh, I wanted to capture a true picture of sort of physical activity. And you mentioned wearables over there. Um, I started with wearables. Um, and you can uh, wear a heart rate monitor, you can have an iWatch or any other wearable you might have, no endorsing any brands here, but um, none of those wearables will give you, they can give you calories and they can give you sort of physical activity and, and sort of any, some data is better than no data. But, but a lot of people rely on that data and it becomes a bit gimmicky. Um, so um, telling that I've spent this, you know I've, you know, I've used this many calories doing any physical activity is not a true picture of what I've actually done. And for me, it was really important to produce a solution that was designed for teams. And the question still remained, why did we lose the game? What else can we do to improve our game? And, and, and none of the, that, you know, the immense world of uh, wearable tech actually answer that question, and Team Sports does, because we, we execute it in a way that, you know, if you have to do um, an, a, um, an exercise or squats to get your, your legs, probably not squats, we got our knees, but let's go for our upper body strength, you know, we're losing rebounds and we need sort of upper body strength, you know, um, arms uh, and shoulders, and we're going to do some push-ups you know, if you don't do the push up, it just doesn't happen. So it you will you will it will track exactly what you're doing, how you're doing, the form, and you get a true picture of what happened on that exercise, how to improve that form, but so does your coach and so does your teammates. So we are all on this together as a team and that helps us, you know, win games, helps us all stay fit, help us all, you know, uh, drive forward and, and, and sort of uh, and create a team and a winning team. And and there is, in essence, uh, team sports. So no no hardware gimmick is um, uh, uh, applied.
0: I mean, we've all seen things like Peloton has become so big yeah. during lockdown. And that's, a, in a sense, Indeed. probably a good example of artificial intelligence and the fact that you're building up data. And I'm sure there's lots of algorithms that would blow everyone's minds, you know, listening, but behind all <laughs> this. But when you have talked about how AI is a is a real opportunity for innovation in sports, and I wonder, you when you extrapolate this kind of technology in the way that that this uses it for individuals and teams and and everything, how do you how do you use that information on a not just a one off basis but on an ongoing basis to to get the most out of performance? Um,
1: I, I think sort of uh, the 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 this sort of technology has to be done uh, in two ways sort of you know and it has to be done to be accurate so that's the first aspect so you know mm-hmm. you will lose the the player and the user interest if the technology is not accurate and and, and i think that this sort of technology has to be um, built in conjunction with sort of a, a in a human context so i i, I think um, team sports works best because team sports brings the whole team together and that includes the coach um and and so an ai will will track you doing the exercise will help you understand you know how many reps you've done how fast you've done and and so on and so on sort of but so will in, enable your teammates to understand that or you will understand from them uh, but most importantly coach is part of it and i think it, this is where I think that sort of technology and AI can truly help us because when it brings the human context and it brings the coach as part of that journey, so the coach knows that you, uh, Mark, are doing some up of body strength exercise. That's fantastic. The coach now can take some notes on your key performance indicators and keep an eye on your rebounds on on the subsequent matches because he knows that you've been actually doing it and how much and how often and so on and so on. And is that human context alongside technology that enables um, this sort of technology to be very successful. Of course, we mentioned Peloton, um, Team Sports works from your phone. So therefore, um, the remote aspect also uh, it, uh, applies. And therefore, your coach is can effectively extend the time um, they coach you from beyond the practice and the game to coach you twenty four seven if they, they, they wish so. So you can have your coach in your pocket uh, and meet their goals and and, and and the coach is aware of those coach can up their goal and, and so on and so on. Create that truly meaningful conversation, extending the goal sort of a Phil, ja- Phil Jackson sort of standard uh, of coaching, you know, coaching the the, the human and not, not the not the player. How
0: important was it when, you, when you're sitting down you designing this? And obviously you're looking at the market. You're looking what what people will want, what they need from this. But one of the things that's, that struck me about tech, and you know, is, you know, speaking to players around and coaches or staff around the NBA in particular, is the, the surprising resistance that some players have had to this in that it offers those metrics which, you know, Sometimes can show you up rather than actually sure. show that you're doing sure. well, and you've seen that sure. you know sometimes with, I think you know, with players' yeah. associations in the states, you know, not, yeah. players not wanting to have wearable tech because it's saying, hey, yeah. Yeah. you're That's not running cool. as fast as we thought you were, and for your you're being might be lazy, you know, that that, that kind yeah. of misconception. But yeah. did you did you try to or, or look to design something that would that players could understand? Hey, if I use this. Yes, I'm sharing the information with my coach, but actually I'm gonna get something that I can completely understand where my strengths, weaknesses, benefits, whatever you want to get, you know are, are, are coming from this.
1: Yes, that's a, such a good point. is uh, it is it we put a lot of effort to make sure that the team sports did not replace your, your coach. And so and and there is, I guess perhaps, where other implementation of this sort of technology might have failed, which is the coach become reliant on that on their on their feedback, on, on sort of those metrics uh, and therefore might create some resistance from the players, which they don't they might not feel they need to run as fast on a, on a training session or 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 they, they sort of just you know resist to their sort of use of that sort of technology um so we we design team sports so that we do never we never lose the meaningful conversation between the coach and the player so um, any player using team sports and we've got about 700 and and plus uh, players using team sports um, they don't feel um that the team sports is replacing their coach Um, and i think that is where the balance on on, on using the sort of technology and metrics really needs to be struck quite right and quite precisely so that um, so you you know those numbers don't really mean anything until you and your coach can interpret num- num- that those numbers and those metrics and, and give it a context on what it is for you. So um, and, 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 and this is where team Sports, I believe is you know is placing itself and placing our, our bets on on, on their, the sort of their human element. and in, in addition to the AI I might have to say, we also have other metrics where we enable the coach to effectively create key performance indicators for players. And those could be, you know, well, Mark, I, I want to work with you on your selfness. So I want to make sure that, you know, you pass the ball more often. And, and that is not being tracked by Team Sports. And that's fine. This is me just watching you play. And I, will, I can provide you with a, with, with a feedback or, or take notes. On, on on sort of that key performance indicator. And and so and we we go hands in hand. So there might be coaches that are m- less reliable than AI and that's fine. Team Sports will still work for you because you can still do your, you know, coaching and let's say the old school way of coaching and, and that's that's okay as well. Uh, because we also we also build Team Sports and there's an assumption that um, not everyone and not all amateur players, you know, all coaches wants to be compared to professionals so not not all of us want to shave a, a, a second some of us are just happy to know that we are active and that is sort of what we what we um working with as a team just to remain active not to beat the record not to become um sort of the next Kobe bryant sort of thing and and i think finding that the right balance between technology and, and humans it, it is actually very difficult because i feel companies sort of go all in, this is the metric and this is sort of the source of truth, which we know is not the source of truth. Um, and then it sort of wears off. You know, I had many wearables in my life and then the FUD sort of disappears and those metrics become sort of you know, they don't really mean anything because they don't know I actually got injured in the last game and I can't exercise but the notifications are keep coming and, and so that is a space team sports you're never gonna gonna exist. We've all got that tech that we've
0: used that didn't really work <laughs> we, in the end. I remember with great fondness that I think it was Spalding. I hope I'm not doing them to the service, the ball that contacts and shots, and was yes. discontinued very quickly. Lovely idea in practice, not so much <laughs> when it actually came into working. I mean, when you when you look at this, I mean, you extrapolate this tech out. If you're looking at AI specifically. And probably we're moving away from the, the wearables or moving up from the wearables. But when you look at someone, I mean you mentioned Kobe Bryant or let's talk, you know, if, if this is utilize any top athlete, not necessarily even with the product you've got now. But where does AI start to take that process by which athletes it's not just basketball, it's about athletes can can gain really incredible insights into the way that their their body's responding and is developing and you know, and coping with the pressure that sport puts them under
1: um i think i think ai can definitely bring insights that has humans uh, and and sports technology in general can 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 surface insights that we might have ignored or or we just unperceptible to us and i think this is this is the great benefit of this sort of sports tech, um, whether or for professional players, um, or, or for amateur players. So that that is great that, that sort of technology can do for us. Um it I think it then it it is definitely how, how do we interpret those results and how do we take that sort of you know, that forward. Um because you know, that I guess and um, hence you know sport, sporting ball didn't really go anywhere sort of you know what 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 what, what are you trying to solve here what problem we're we trying to solve because you know insights for insights you know there's plenty of data out there um, and, and data can be overwhelming um, and, um, and in, in team sports for example we have got very simple metrics we know how many reps you've done you know how long you've been active, Uh, we know how many sessions you've done, and we sort of stick to that. You know, yes, we know that there are other aspects that we can surface data, but we have seen, and we've done, um, we run case studies, and um, the more, you know, there's there's a perception, the more charts sort of better, it looks more of a techie business, Uh, but actually, people can't really interpret those charts, and after a while, it becomes just a blur, it just becomes a chart, um and people can't explain what they look like what, what is on that chart when the charts have changed uh because yeah it's just a, a chart um and so um and i think this is where um, this sort of technology you know great you know surfacing all that information is, is great but i think if, i i believe more in surfacing the right information at the right time so that it solves the problem instead of sort of this you know pile of of, of data which it becomes you know Mind numbing, and uh, it doesn't really uh, uh, solve the problem at the end. Really,
0: the thing about AI, and it's, we've all seen the movies, you know, where AI goes rogue, (laughs) and and basically it ends the world because you know the machines get too clever. Uh, At what point do you think in this tech that you have to kind of go right? We've got the tech, but now it's the human touch that's required here.
1: Oh, is 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 it is the key, really? This this sort of technology. Uh, I, I guess, you know, having built uh, uh, an AI business, you know, I, I I have to say I I know the benefits, but I also know the flaws, and the flaws can be immense. Um, of from the lack of tracking, from the noise, from the in 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 its ability of just not working because of. You know how that sort of technology is trained, and how the the data they're used to train that sort of technology, et cetera. Um, And uh, and and I think this is exactly sort of we, we we sort of we we use AI as a as a primary input um, for for training, um, but we actually don't rely on AI to understand human movement. So we we write, you know, old fashioned code to understand. You know what is that movement, and what is that you're doing, and how you're doing. Uh, the AI is just giving us a hand to say, I can detect some human movement, and 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 that I think is where Skynet went wrong. I guess they sort of you know made the, the Terminators too clever. So we we want our AI, <laughs> we want our AI to be as as simple as as, as, it, as it can be because of its flaws as well. You um, know that we all seen. Um, um, people uh, not being uh, labeled properly from Google facial recognition and others or, or people struggling to unlock their phones or whatever they might be. So this is this is we know that the technology is not mature enough. It's actually a very, very young um, you know um, um, uh, technology and industry on itself. Um, so at, at Team Sports, will recognize their limitation and we use AI to the very minimum of its capacity to just say, hey, I I can see a human here, and I can see where the arms and the legs are of that human, but we do not use AI to draw any meaning out of it. So effectively, we Team Sports as a business, we build the technology, you know, completely outside AI to understand: is this a push-up? Is this a ball control drill? What is it? What? How should we count this? Um, and 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 that gives Team Sports sort of the. I guess strikes that balance between being a full AI business and we probably would be selling to, to other business if we were just a full-on tech AI business, which we're not. We're building a product for for players and for coaches. Therefore, we we, we, we lean halfway through sort of, you know, we, we, we understand the coaches and players' needs and we know how to solve those problems. Um, we're not going to let a, a piece of technology um, or, or, or pure AI trying to solve those problems because we recognize that that would be a failure uh, totally you, yeah
0: when you look across sport and you you're a big sports fan as am I and you know I love tech and you see all the different things particularly I love the tech you know that's used in broadcasting I'm a bit like that but you know when you' are tracking things and you get information yeah. we're starting to get more information that's more useful to us as, as viewers but that also translates into the people that are playing the game and what's your favorite bit of tech that you've seen in sport that you think god oh, i wish i'd invent, invented that one <laughs> i
1: i have i have seen i've i've come across quite a quite a few of those um i think uh, uh using ultra white band to track um uh, indoors is definitely a, a space that um i think is untapped. You know, it's not tapped, and uh, I wish I had invented, um, you know, leveraging ultra band because it can provide accuracies of about a hundred times better than a GPS mm-hmm. indoors. Um, you know, and 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 that that is definitely something that you know we we, we tapped into the beginning, um, and we we might end up you know going back into into it because we think that is a a a, a space indoors uh, sports, especially here in. the in Europe, you know, with winter, where there is a lot of indoor sports being played, uh, and that is is not is, is not is, is not well explored. But I think there is an opportunity there to use ultra wideband, um, which is effectively what um, football teams use, you know, outdoors and and uh, and, and rugby teams, etc. But but they use the GPS. So it's sort of a, a more accurate GPS that works indoors, and and the applications are enormous uh, around sort of what what it, what it can do. Uh, and how precise you can track, you know, um, your foot and uh, and the ball and um, and the, and, the, and the arms, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah.
0: When you look in, what's available now, and you know, you've got AI, you've got wearables. I mean, pe- peer into this crystal ball that's magically popped up in front of you right now. <laughs> where do you think the next big area of growth? comes because you know we've, we've got so many things together and your know, arenas and stadia are you know being wired and yeah. players can be tracked and you know and training venues can be tracked and, and everything yeah. but you know, where does the next sort of clever development go in sport whether it's for a viewer whether it's for the athlete yeah. and what what in five years time do you think will be the next big thing
1: Um, I I think our our local networks, so I think are me um, knowing a a parent of a kid that plays in Hamilton Storm and be able to tap into sort of this sort of, um, so effectively is, there is no reason why a a local team cannot have nearly access to broadcasting sort of, not, not rights, but broadcasting technology Mm -hmm. and and engagement and entertainment technology and we see this happening all over the place teams are more prolific they might not even have a website but they do have an instagram they do have a a, a facebook page they do uh, push their videos sometimes live into youtube and i think that is in the future, we're going to see a lot less of this global network, but a lot more of very strong local networks. Uh, because I, I believe, you know, we we can draw a lot more meaning out of this ourselves uh, when I drop my kids at school and, and we can talk about the match that happens and it was broadcast, you know, that I, I couldn't attend the match. Uh, you know but because that match has been broadcasted i can watch it on the go and and so and and, and there would i would more likely watch you know i'm not, I'm not a football fan but i'd more likely watch um, um me and all my kids friends playing a football match in a local uh uh pitch than than watching a, a live match uh, unless with friends in a in a, in a and having a good time but um but and i think this is really where we're going so i think we can see the big players on the market pushing to democratize the access to to ai and and and, and other technologies similar technologies that can be applied to sports the, the same way sort of everyone is sort of a, a broadcaster themselves today a copywriter themselves and the platforms are available to all of us i think that isn't um there isn't yet anything that's been put together uh, nicely uh, for uh, local and amateur teams at, at the right price point, of course, and that's the biggest uh, barrier uh, uh, that companies need to solve, understand that obviously they, they're not professionals, they, they can't, they're self-funded most of the time, but the engagement that is is much greater and we've seen the engagement in the local um, engagement much greater than sort of global in- engagement. Obviously, maybe n- not in numbers, but if we look uh, how long people spend on uh, Facebook groups or Facebook pages versus WhatsApp yeah. groups where you sort of know the, the who is that and, the, and why you're there and sort of what is the topic in, this, in discussion, uh, people spend more time on their local networks than global networks. And I think that will be the same for sports. Uh, we will spend more time looking at our local and following our local teams than perhaps our our sort of global global teams.
0: Well, last thing, uh, you know, we'll go back to those of us with, with creaking knees and you know playing, struggling to hold on to our <laughs> games. Do you think there's there's an opportunity there for if you're using tech like this that? Yeah, you know, we you know we talk a lot about load management and in, in you know the NBA and WNBA as well to an extent. But you, do you think you know, these apps like this could actually maybe help people play for longer because you can probably manage your body and look after yourself in a little bit more in a way that you know, up to now it's just frankly been a little bit hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think they can I think a, a lot of it is the yeah load management you know injury prevention is is, the, is, a, is a key for longevity we, we know that we know we see that on on professionals you know careers I'm sure there is other 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 factors at play sleep um, uh, diet etc cetera, etc cetera. and obviously you know um, uh, the individual sort of makeup that that's also is, is is a differentiator. But um, I, I believe there is, a, there, is, there is an opportunity for all those apps to provide us with the ability to understand when we are pushing ourselves and perhaps we shouldn't um, because th- there is an opportunity for the apps to see a pattern on when we increase the load, the consequences um, might have been an injury um, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and and, I, and, and this is where I think maybe, you know, I, I can't speak of other apps, but there's a lot, lot of apps that are not recognizing that they're not recognizing. So they sort of, in their gamification space and sort of is a, is a go, 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 go. But playing a PlayStation game is not the same as, as sort of exercising. So it's, it can't be a go, 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 go. Sometimes it is a no go. You gotta stop, you gotta rest, you gotta stretch more than you need to, to, to lift yet another another kilogram. Um, but but that, that is an opportunity. that is definitely an opportunity there. I think um, I think that is sort of a lot of technology still needs to realise that sort of physical activity isn't cannot be gamified the same way um, you know, you get a few badges or a few rewards on Candy Crush or or anything like that. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it, it, it needs to be um, thought through a slightly different, um, and um, and you need to have in consideration a way, a, a, a variety of factors um, that can be measured through through to an app like that. Sort of how much food and you know, your diet or your sleeping patterns, etc. There's there's a lot more factors that need to be considered, and and I think um, all those apps need to come out of the, the gamification space and actually think those the humans exercising here and actually. Load management is actually more important than gamification. Um, but there is an opportunity, there's definitely an opportunity.
0: So what you're saying is if I want to play to 70, it's still about drinking less beer and actually stretching rather than adding up. But I probably could have guessed that, but that's fine. That has to be done. Anyway, if you want to yeah. know more about Team the Team Sports app, it's good. you can head to the website. It's TeamSports.pro. That's sports with a Z at the end of it. Or if you want to follow Francisco on Twitter, you can head to Tombo at T-O-M-B-O-A. And um, Francisco, the, the app launches this week. Um the very best of luck with that. That's great. And um Thank Thanks you for the insight into into tech. It's 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 blowing my mind.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you for having me, Mark. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: That is it for this edition of the MVP Cast. If you've not subscribed before, head to your preferred podcast provider and hit that button. That way, you won't miss a single edition, and you can catch up as well. Of course, with our recent conversations with the likes of Helen Naylor and Kimball Mackenzie. If you want to reach out to me, get me on Twitter at Mark Another edition coming very very soon. For me, Mark Woods, thank you so much for tuning in and goodbye.